Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody. It's our second hour still to come. Zupa Mahente from ESPN will join us at about a quarter after, 20 after, right right in there as we take you all the way to 6 o'clock tonight. Trent, this is going to be fun because we love having Paramount Sports' Lee Sterling on the show. And uh, he's been a great friend to us, and he's done a wonderful job with the job that he does. And, Lee, welcome as always. I- I'm just curious now... Will you have to gear up for even more activity through your service with what has taken place on the decision by the Supreme Court? Uh, yeah. Let me give you an example how big it was. <laughs> I mean, I've gone through periods where I've gotten a lot of calls, but I'm driving to get my hair cut on Monday morning, and it's literally, I think, like, 9.45 in the morning here Eastern time from the 10 minutes that I first got a text from a friend uh, with a ruling to when I pulled into the parking lot. 10 minutes, I got 37 emails, <laughs> texts, and phone calls. So wow. um, from radio stations like yours to, I, I mean, requests to come on. I mean, I, I've done over 45, 50 a radio request since that happened uh, Monday morning. So it's been crazy here. This is a game changer. I mean, this is huge for my business. Uh, I see just so many positives. You know, we're going to hear about the isolated story. You know, something's going to happen. Someone's going to, you know, it's probably going to take not this year, this football season, but probably uh, we'll see it by next basketball or next the following football season, 2019 football season, where, uh, people in I will be able uh, to play either at a casino or, you know, off an app on the phone uh, or be able to go into a convenience store. And, and as they're buying lottery tickets, they can buy, uh, you know, play sports wagers for games. But uh, this is this has changed the landscape. We'll, we'll hear a few isolated incidents where it's just like a lottery. Everyone spends their money and there's someone that goes broke, but, I mean, at least you have a chance in this game. At the lottery, they take 50% off the top. Here, all you need to do is hit 53% of your wagers, and you're a winner. I mean, you just don't really have a chance playing the lotto. And you got a chance here, and it's going to be a lot of fun, Leah. I'm so looking forward to these changes, and it's been a long time coming, and I've had plenty of people that thought for years that it would never get to this point. I was always hopeful as somebody that is a player that likes to to throw my uh, hat into the ring and make a wager. I I was hopeful, but when it finally happened, when it finally came through, Lee, it seems so inevitable here over the last few months that this was going to happen, but when it officially happened to you Monday morning, was there a a eureka moment for you? What was your reaction when it became official? (laughs) <laughs> happy, smiling, but I didn't have time. Like that's been, it's been literally a two-and-a-half-day whirlwind. So um, thank God I had done a lot of uh, research, and I thought there was about at least a 70 to 80% chance it was going to go through. Uh, I have just hired someone else to work for my company. I'll probably add uh, an intern from the University of Miami who helped me with the social media, you know, the Twitter and Instagram. So... I had a good idea all this was going to take place, and 
you know, it's 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 an exciting time. I mean, think about how great it's going to be. Uh, let's say you're visiting and and you 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 go to I don't know, let's say you go to uh, Kansas City, you go to a Chiefs game. Uh, you're going to be able eventually, maybe not this year, but for sure the following year after, you're going to be able to to get a beer and a hot dog at the game and probably step ten feet to the right and get in a line and wager on that game. Just think about what's going to take place. It's going to be in probably every professional venue, football, NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, uh, hockey, and soccer. Those will be the big five right away. You're going to be able to wager at it. Have you guys ever been to Europe before? I've been to Italy, but I've never wagered when I've been over there, but I heard it's excellent. It's unbelievable. I mean, I'm sitting at a Liverpool game, go with family and friends, and I get a meat pie and a beer, and literally five feet to the right of me, I mean, there's seven or eight kiosks or booths there where someone's manning it, and and I'm wagering on soccer and American football. I mean, mean, this is is great. I mean, and, and... you can sit there and wager as little as five or ten dollars. I mean, think about going to a, an NBA game and and you know you have let's say two hundred and thirteen as the total and sitting at two twelve. Even uh, the visitor a team you're not rooting for, they score that basket with two seconds to go, and you you hear the place go wild. You know, mm-hmm. you know everyone has the over, so it's going to make it a lot more interesting. Uh, it's going to help out all these professional franchises. Uh, you heard what Mark Cuban said. He thinks that uh, it might end up doubling uh, the value of these professional franchises because look at the sales. I mean, hey, I've wagered before. Let's say I wager on New Mexico, and New Mexico wins three games in a row for me in football or basketball. Yeah, I'm more inclined to buy their hats. Uh, more people are going to want to go to the games because they can eat now and wager on the games. It makes it more interesting. I mean, the landscape of sports—they've helped out sports here. I, I know. I know. You hear all these sports. You know they're they're, they're trying to lobby to try to get that one percent. But you know the, the thing is, with getting that extra one percent, they're going to make a fortune even without it. Lee Sterling is our guest right here on the Big Talker seventeen hundred. Lee with Paramount Sports, uh, always uh, joining our program in football and through basketball, and of course for the Super Bowl as well. Lee, I'm real curious then with the states and how fast they move. Look, we know it's not going to take place in Utah. I already told Trent a story about how just across the border in Idaho, it's it's the most populated uh, convenience store in the entire United States because all the Mormons go there and right. and buy their lottery tickets. Okay, oh, so it's I, not going to be in Utah. Guys, yeah, yeah. Here's in Utah. If I told you how many email addresses had. Uh, Mormon church in, in that email address. I mean, it, it, it was it was a pretty good radio show that I did for many many years. So uh, people tell you in Utah they're not gambling. So yeah, Utah's probably out of play. I would say that the state of Washington, you know, I tier everything to tier one, tier two, and tier three states. And I would say that Utah's never going to happen. Uh, Texas is a tier three state, also. It's going to take a while there. Uh, some other states like Washington, few others. It's 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 going to take you know two, three, four years. But I think it'll eventually happen. Almost every state, but the tier one states like New Jersey, they're going to take bets. It looks like uh, you know uh, 
I'm here in May 28th is the first day right now. Um, Mississippi, Delaware, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, they could be ready within a month. Uh, other Tier 1 states are going to be taking wagers uh, by football season. I'm hearing Missouri, Kansas, South Carolina, Connecticut, wow. New York, uh, and, and uh, California. Iowa is probably a Tier 2 state. We're looking at probably... You know, late in the year, early 2019, but I think there's a real good chance. I would say probably 75 to 85 percent by the start of the 2019 football season, uh, uh, you'll be able to wager uh, on college and, and NFL sports. Well, Lee Sterling joining us here with Paramount Sports, getting his perspective on the latest. And Lee, we talked to you so much during football season, but there's a lot else going on right now. And I, I had somebody uh, kind of nudge me on Twitter. When they found out that you were coming on today, NBA playoffs are going on right now. Right. You got NHL, you got MLB, you got a little right. something, something for your friends in Iowa. Yeah, yeah. We, I, don't, I don't do baseball. I'm already, I've already started watching spring games, uh, getting ready for football. I already watched 21 games, so wow. that's why I've always had the edge being a former college player. And 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 I just do football and basketball. But if they want to get the rest of the basketball, uh, five and two run here the last uh, week in the basketball. You want to get involved? Just give us a call here eight hundred four hundred nine seven four one. Say you heard me here on the show. Uh, we'll take a uh, hundred dollars off the price from now wow. through the uh, NBA Finals. So, so, so that it looks like uh, I think it's going to tighten up. I think we're going to see uh, two two tight series before it's all over. So, you want to get involved with that? And never to uh, really get involved with football. Uh, just call us up and use coupon code Save. 500 say $500 on the normal price of just be $997 for the entire football season. I've won 26 out of 27 years. A lot of people out there make claims, but you can look at my record on my homepage, ParamountSports.com, with his recent results. Every game the last five years I've given my clients, it's all in black and white. As soon as the game starts, we put the game up there. As soon as uh, uh, the game is over, the, the score goes in there, and not many people – uh, are that transparent, but that's what it's all about, and that's why people come back uh, year after year, ParamountSports.com or 800-400-9741. Well, and, and that's kind of my final thing with you, Lee, is you've been a long time in this business, but you know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to try to do what you do and, and sell Oh, Clint, it's going to go crazy. We're going to see more people. I mean, yeah. I, I get calls at least once a week where someone gets ripped off by someone. I mean, there's people signing up with people on Twitter uh, they'll say their name is Vegas Tom, you know, right. or, yep. or, and, and, and they, they send their money to, uh, you call people like that and they'll say, send your money to, to Steve Atkins and Elko, Nevada, you know, um, you don't even have a phone number for these guys. You only can deal with them, you know, through, uh, through emails. And, and that's not the way, I mean, I put my real picture up there. I use my real name. Uh, I was a former college quarterback, won a division one to, double-A national title, um, mm-hmm. I have a phone number. Um, so when you call uh, times like this, I'm going to answer 99 out of 100 times. If not, goes to a voicemail, I'll call you back within five minutes. Um, be careful, people. I mean, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like the Wild West because people think they can get involved and form a Twitter account or make an Instagram account. and They're going to make a fortune. But first of all, they're probably not going to win for you. And second of all, they may not even be around next month. Very well said. Hey, it's always great. Yep. 
Go ahead, Trent. Yeah, we, uh, we're really looking forward to this football season. A changing yep. tide, certainly, as it pertains to wagering. We're glad to have you aboard once again, Lee. Thanks, as always, for your time today. Okay, thanks, guys. Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. You can find him on Twitter, at Paramount Sports, and he joins us each and every Friday during football season, Jimmy B. I don't want to wish away my summer, but I'm already ready for football. <laughs> Boy, you are, man. You are dialed in. This is going to be a long, long summer for you, pal. Just need my twins to keep winning games. The, the twins lose today earlier, but if they stay in the mix, that will help build that bridge and get me to football season. That is all that I can hope for. We got Zuma Hente coming up next. How's that sound to you, Brinson? That works fine for me. Can't wait to talk to Zuba, not only about this, but about the NHL and NBA playoffs. Zuba Mahente from ESPN. On the way, everybody, right here on the Big Talker 1700. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Boom! The Des Moines Menace soccer season is right around the corner, and we have a big event to kick things off on Wednesday, May 23rd at Exile Brewing Company. It's the 25th anniversary of the Des Moines Menace, and they're celebrating in style. The first 250 rupees poured will be just 25 cents. Jimmy B and TC will be broadcasting live from Exile May 23rd to kick off the Menace season. Tickets, giveaways, players and coaches on hand from the Des Moines Menace. All at Exile Brewing Company. May 23rd from 4 until 6 o'clock and 25 cent Ruthies. Crack open a Ruthie today! Enjoy your Exile! Sponsored by Dell. During Small Business Month, Dell is offering up to 40% off select PCs with 8th Gen Intel Core processors. Call 877-BY-DELL to speak with a small business technology advisor today. Showplace Kitchens is now Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. We're changing our name to better represent what we do. What is it, you ask? At Showplace Cabinetry Design Center, we create beautiful, functional environments with cabinetry. Whether it's a remodel, addition, new construction, or even refacing, the designers at Showplace Cabinetry Design Center are eager to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. All money managers may seem pretty much the same. But while some money managers may recommend high-commission investment products, Fisher Investments avoids them. Some money managers may have hidden and layered fees. Fisher Investments never does. And while some money managers are happy to earn commissions from you, whether you do well or not, Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when you do better. In other words, we're structured to be on your side. Maybe that's why most of our clients come to us from other money managers. Talk with us and find out why so many experienced investors are switching to and staying with Fisher Investments. Fisher Investments, clearly better money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. Visit us at fisherinvestments.com to find out what we can do for you. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. 
fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. And welcome back. It's Jimmy B and TC with you here until 6 o'clock tonight. And as always, happy to welcome in our next guest, one of our favorites, Zubin Mahente. You see him on ESPN Sports Center, And Zubin's got a lot more going on right now on his plate with the Eastern and Western Conference Finals of the NBA as he joins us today. Zubin, what's going on? Not much, guys. Just wanted to quickly mention uh, that if you're really into the Conference Finals, like I know Jim is and all that sort of stuff, I would tell you that after every game, I mean, last night was great, right? Game one had the LeBron photographic memory. Game two had the uh, Ty Lue comments. Um, after every game on ESPN2, regardless of whether the game is on ESPN or Turner, East or West, we'll have a show called NBA at the Mic, and basically it's literally exactly what it sounds like. Every time somebody comes to the mic, whether it's Teron Lou, Brad Stevens, LeBron, Love, Smart, Rozier, Horford, etc. all those guys, Tatum, uh, we'll just take it live. And we'll do the same thing for the Western Conference, and we'll do it all the way through uh, the NBA Finals. I won't be on it tonight. I'm doing a lot of late-night sports center this week. But I'll be on it mostly through the Conference Finals and through the NBA Finals if they were to go to a Game 7 on June 17th. So if you can't get enough NBA and you really want to see what happened <laughs> after the game, great place to be, especially after a controversial finish or like a LeBron 40-point triple-double and some of the sense of humor he displayed last night despite being in a 2-0 hole. I know people are looking for that, and SportsCenter has to cover everything else that's going on, but if there are hardcore NBA people out there, especially this time of year, it's just a good place to go. So I just wanted to give you a shout-out. Yeah, Zubin, and, and I flipped it on last night, in fact, and mm-hmm. saw LeBron and Kevin Love up there on the podium and, and Love laughing a little bit as nobody had any questions for him <laughs> after the game. But it, it's uh, it, it's really cool to be able to to get that and get the feedback from you guys. And, and I want to start right there and start with what we saw last night 
a halftime lead that quickly dissipates the way the Celtics just outgun them. And it seems like now everybody has, has jumped on. Celtics are going to win this thing. LeBron, what's going to be next for, with him? Are, are people continuing to fall into this trap? I'm not going to fall for it. LeBron might be down 0-2, but it is LeBron James. I'm not willing to go there. Are you? I'm with you, Trent, because he basically just said, you know, when he was asked his level of concern after game one, he said zero. And then a reporter, I think, you know, smartly asked a question, and she said, you know, what's your level of concern now? And he was just like, hey, man, all we got to go do is go home and protect home court. And with his skill set and the ability to probably know that Aaron Gaines is not going to play as well on the road, and you might not be able to get some good road performances from the Celtics role players, and just the fact that being home is going to energize the team, I think it's been pretty obvious how much the Boston crowd has energized the Celtics. I think you'd expect the same thing from the Cavs. Uh, especially if there's that sort of undercurrent of how many more times are we ever going to see LeBron play in our jersey in this building. And so I think I agree with you. If it were to go back to Boston, all tied. Now, it's a little strange because Game 3 is Saturday night on ESPN. So you really have to really wait to get this game. But I wouldn't be surprised, to your point, if we're nodded at the end of the Cleveland home run. And the other thing I would say is that, remember, the, the Celtics, they couldn't win any games in Milwaukee, you know? It's not like the Celtics are these like, huge road warriors. Now, granted, Philadelphia, the Sixers by any measure, are probably better than Milwaukee, and the, obviously the Celtics were able to get it done there and win a game in Philly. But to me, when I look at it, I just think to myself, you know, I can rely on the Warriors on the road. They had one road stinker, but I think we know they're a good road team. I'm not 100% sure you can trust the Celtics on the road yet. They've done everything right, but they've proven to be vulnerable on the road in the playoffs. Zubin, don't you find it interesting that when the Cleveland Cavaliers quickly dispatched of the Toronto Raptors and they all played so well, including Kyle Korver from beautiful Pella, Iowa, along with Kevin Love and everybody else, that it was like, oh man, the Cavs just might sweep Boston just like they did Toronto. Now that conversation has changed dramatically like, oh, my God, we might have finals without LeBron James. Don't you find that the, the, the latest is always the greatest and how that narrative changes almost daily? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of world in which we live now, though. It's one of those things where, you know, the Celtics defeated the Bucks in the first round. Like I said, it took seven games. The Raptors were the top seed and it took a massive struggle for them, relatively speaking, to get to face the Cavs, and suddenly they were going to be the team that was going to knock off the Cavs. So I agree with you, Jim. You're at a point where you kind of just see things the way you want to see them. And I'll give you the latest, greatest example of what your theory is. We found the new LeBron stopper. Now, I understand yesterday LeBron had a triple-double and 40 points, but he had to work after the first quarter. After that next train collision with Jason Tatum, he said he was not affected at all by what had happened after that play, even though he went to the locker room, but he clearly didn't have, and I'm not expecting him to score 21 points in every quarter, but he clearly did not play the way that he was capable of playing relative to his immense skill after that particular injury had happened. And the theory is now the Celtics have found themselves the LeBron stopper in Marcus Morris. I'm not sure what kind of theory that is, but that's being floated now. I will say this, though, about Marcus Morris. I think, Jim, this is the real issue between the Raptors and the Cavs and the Celtics. And, And Morris said it. And I know I like Morris. I think he's probably kind of a limited player in some ways offensively. He's a better shooter than I would think for a big guy. He's got a little bit of range, but he's got a ton of moxie and a ton of heart. And obviously, he didn't even make his first playoff start for the Celtics 
That came on Sunday. But I would tell you that he said, no offense to the Toronto Raptors. I think I said this on the air last night when we were doing some of the highlights waiting for the guys to walk out. Um, no offense to the guys um, on the Raptors, but the Cavs are never going to see anything as physical as us. And you can tell the Celtics just look quicker. Marcus Smart just looks like he's grabbing every single loose ball that's out there. So I think to your point, Jim, you're right. The narrative is there. Now we've got the LeBron stopper narrative, quote-unquote LeBron stopper. But I also think there's some truth to the narrative in that the Cavs are finally being played at a physical level in which they haven't been played yet in the postseason. You know, it's interesting. Let's move to to tonight's game quickly because we have several things we want to uh, ask you uh, today. And now Houston, with a loss at home in Game 1 to Golden State, now they are in trouble. Do you see this game tonight? And even though it's just Game 2, it has to be a must-win for the Rockets. Otherwise, they could pretty much kiss it goodbye. Yeah, I mean, if they don't win tonight, they're going to have to win four of the next five games. And I don't think anybody is capable of winning four or five games uh, with the Warriors, which is why I think it's just going to be another coronation for the Warriors. The more interesting topic might be, what's the better matchup for the Warriors in the finals? The Celtics, if they continue to look like this, although the trends degree, they might cool down a little bit Saturday night and will reveal themselves to be a different team on the road. Or obviously the fourth great encounter between LeBron. What can he do? How many games can he steal from the Warriors? That's where it's come down to, Jim. Who's a better opponent for the Warriors? Who could make it a fight, right? Who could make it a competitive fight? Not beat them. Who could make it a competitive fight? And how many games, if it's LeBron, can he steal from the Warriors? I mean, people are already talking like their name is etched inside the Larry O'Brien Trophy for this year, and I don't blame them. The biggest thing I said the other day, and I think it stands true, the Rockets had 45 ISO plays in game one, and that's their bread and butter. And they went to it more than they've ever gone to it. They went to it more than any other team in the NBA has gone to the ISO in the last five years. 45 ISO plays. Harden had a great game. Uh, Paul had a great game. But if that's your bread and butter and you're great doing that and you're at home and you have everything moving in your direction and your GM has essentially said all we do every day is wake up and try to figure out how to beat the Warriors. He's essentially said basically just that. If you have everything moving in your direction and you're trying everything that's made you successful and putting it to the nth degree, to the max, times 10, and you can't win on your home court in the first game, it just doesn't feel like this series is made for you. Zubin Mahente joining us here as we take a look around MEA playoffs and a whole lot more. Zubin, uh, with that, quickly over to the NHL. It, it is not certainly uh, hotbeds of hockey that you'd expect. Tampa, Washington, D.C., Winnipeg, though a hotbed, not here in the States that we think about. And, of course, Vegas, uh, the Final Four right, right now. I, I saw some TV numbers, though, have been up. A surprise to you, is, is this hockey starting to continue to build traction? Your takeaway as you watch this Final Four, not certainly original six teams. No, I think the biggest thing, I don't know if you guys agree, but you know we're, doing, we're trying to do something with Bettman on an off day during the Stanley Cup Final. He's now been the NHL commissioner for 25 years, and that's the longest of any of the four major commissioners. Obviously, some really quick turnover in MLB and the NBA over the last few years. But I would say this. If I'm Gary Bettman, I'm not so worried about the television ratings. I'm not, because I don't think you can make your sport fueled on TV. I think you have to worry about the quality of play in the league. And if the league is strong, if the best young player in the league plays for the Edmonton Oilers, that would be disastrous in the NBA, right? If the best young player in the league played in some middle-of-nowhere sort of market, and that wouldn't be good outside of the country, right? There's only one option, obviously, the Raptors are a little more different situation than Edmonton. But if you put Connor McDavid in Edmonton and say, okay, Canadian team, 
strong. We have great support across most of our Canadian provinces. Ottawa's filtered a little bit, but it's been great. Our most untraditional market, Las Vegas, has become a powerhouse. We had no idea how it would work. It's turning into one of the best stories in recent years across any sort of spectrum. And we have another untraditional market doing well in Nashville. And for every national, we're going to have an Arizona or an Atlanta. But that's okay. And one of our best players has finally crossed the threshold, which nobody thought he could cross, and that's Alex Ovechkin. And we have some teams like Chicago that have played well. We have some teams like Los Angeles that have been able to sneak in and win it as an eight seed over the years. So to me, I don't think you can look at the NHL as a TV product. The NBA's Western Conference Finals on Monday, Game 1, got an 8.8 million viewers. It's the highest-rated Western Conference Finals game ever, Game 1 on Turner, ever. And they've been broadcasting the NBA since the 1980s. The NFL and the NBA are really surprised and really are run by the numbers that they get. That's how they gauge their popularity. I don't think the NHL looks at those numbers. I think the NHL looks at exactly what I said, Trent. What are the trends? Good young players in small places and Canadian places where they can shine, making even small markets big. Places like Las Vegas, which you're not sure how they're going to do, turning out great. Same with Nashville. And your best players on the biggest stages. Did the kid made it? All that stuff. Alex made it. It's the overall strength of the league. Because when they go to negotiate with anybody, I don't think they're going to bring their TV numbers to the table because I don't think any TV network is looking at it and saying, oh my goodness, look at these National Hockey League numbers. They're looking at it and just saying, how strong is this league? If we put this league on two to three to four times a week on our cable network, is it going to be respectable? Is it going to be competitive? And I think as long as that's the case for the NHL, they're fine. I don't think they're in a numbers business like football and basketball. Zubin Mahente is our guest right here on the Big Talker 1700. All right, Zubin, uh, the other breaking news that we had earlier this week was the Supreme Court decision for legalized sports betting. Now, you guys at ESPN, you have been doing lines or at least picking games against the spread from time to time. How will that change maybe the way now the network will look at that, or will it change at all? My guess is, and it remains to be seen because so much of this is still in flux. I've been following this for a long time. I grew up in New Jersey, and it's very interesting to see how New Jersey has kind of been the lead dog in all of this. But I think from our perspective at ESPN, I can't speak for the company, although I would say this. I think it's like anything else. Um, if you guys were to have a segment on gambling, and I know Trent probably wants to put one in every other segment, but like, <laughs> let's just say you guys had you you know, two segments per hour on gambling, and you were able to break your ratings down per hour. And you found that, obviously, the segments in which you talk gambling or Iowa and Iowa State, those are the highest-rated segments. That would probably, my guess is, I'm not the producer of Jimmy B and CC, but that would lead me to believe that you guys would talk about that way more. So what I'm trying to say is we have something called the Behind the Bets podcast at ESPN, the betting podcast. If that were to fly up the rankings, like Matthew Berry Fantasy Football or Paul Feinbaum Show or PCI which is like our best-performing podcast, if it gets up there and our chalk page, which is our gambling page on ESPN.com, if the click views on those pages start to skyrocket, then I think we would start to do way more coverage. It's consumer-dictated. Like, if somebody really wants something, and it's obvious they want something, we have to do everything we can to provide it and provide it in huge numbers because the public wants it. And let's be honest, if we don't do it, let's say there's a huge demand for it, and we don't do it. I think we would because it's a huge part of sports. But if we don't do it, you'll go somewhere else that will. There's no lack of options anymore. Uh, I still think for many, many sports fans, I think ESPN's grateful for this. We're still the first stop for a lot of people for a lot of things. 
So they're going to come to us first. And if we give it to them, I think they'll be happy with it because we have a lot of resources and a lot of people. Um, but there's going to be no lack of places to get it. So either you're all in or you're all out. And my guess is that people are as interested in this and there's the numbers or what people are saying they are with the number of money that illegally slash legally. I think we're going to do something because if our fans want it, if the sports fan wants it, we're going to do it. And uh, if, if we don't do it, you're probably not going to have any problem going somewhere else to get it. Yeah, and, and Zubin, uh, speaking of that, I was just looking at our analytics of our podcast numbers from just this week. And, you know, this is a quiet time in, in central Iowa in the Des Moines market on the local sports scene. There just isn't a whole lot going on with Iowa and Iowa State yet. This week, the first three uh, podcasts from uh, my show with Ken during the noon hour is double already all three days, our highest day from last week. People are interested in sports betting because that's what we've been talking about. So I, I think it just goes to show you there is going to be an appetite, and that appetite is certainly going to go with it. And, and then you take it a step further, Zoop, and it's not just you know you guys talking about the point spread, having a show dedicated to it, a daily show, whatever it may be, but but just the other parts that, that go with it in terms of advertising, in terms of you guys having more viewers in a game that might be a blood or a game that... Cleveland and, and Indianapolis in Week 13 of Monday Night Football might look like a stinker, but people invested because they have a financial interest. Those numbers are going to go up. No question. Two things you have to keep in mind. Number one, as long as the stigma, that, see, that's the word. Because gambling has only been legal in Las Vegas through the books and a handful of other states like Montana, Oregon, New Jersey, Delaware, there is a stigma attached to gambling. Trent, you probably know that better than anybody, right? The bookies, the corner guys. But now, if you take something and we just remove the stigma, and the easiest way to remove the stigma is to just make it legal, in which case a lot of people that even don't gamble will say, well, how much of, a, uh, you know, how much of an issue could this be if it's going to be legalized, right? I mean, just think about the reverse. If something is seen to be harmful, the easiest way to protect people from harm is to make it illegal, right? So if you're flipping the script and essentially saying, we're going to make this legal, that could take the stigma away from it. Big time. And once the stigma is lifted, you're going to get your mainstream advertisers, not just your DraftKings and your FanDuels and everybody that's involved in casinos and Vegas. You're going to get mainstream advertisers to come once that stigma has been removed because they just kind of don't want to be associated with something that a lot of people don't feel is on the up and up or at this particular juncture a lot of the country can't even participate in, even though that's changing. Second thing I would tell you is this. There's 20 teams in the English Premier League, which is England's top flight division football, um, and 11 of them, 11 of them. On the front of the jersey. Okay, if you watched the Celtics game last night, Jim, you know this. They have like a yes, I saw that. Yes. Okay, that's a small thing. It's a very small thing. Um, It's not a huge thing. In the English Premier League, eleven of the twenty teams, eleven, fifty-five percent, more than half the teams, front of the jersey, gambling. Front of the jersey, gambling from places like Macau and China, all over the place. Ladbroke, you name it. So to me, and I discussed this the other day with Trent. This has become so commonplace around the rest of the world, it's very odd for the United States to not be on the leading edge of a lot of world trends. We're a Western country. People look to the United States for guidance, et cetera, this, that, whatever. It's very odd for the U.S. to be sort of way off the pace with the rest of the world. But in this particular regard, we are playing big-time, big-time, big-time rally. So it'll be very interesting to see. It's worked in a lot of other countries to the extent where you can have it plastered across the chest of one of your best guys out there, and nobody thinks about it. And once it just becomes a little more normal in terms of being socially accepted, I think it's going to take off. 
uh, Zubin, correct me if I'm wrong here, but didn't the uh, WNBA, didn't the uh, Connecticut team, don't they play at Mohegan Sun, which is a uh, casino there and in the arena? I, I thought that correct. that was, and, and I thought there was a big stink over that when they said they were going to play there, but then it apparently went away. Is that right? Correct, yeah. They played a town called Uncasville, Connecticut. Mohegan Sun is just sort of like Wild Rose or one of those casinos right. you guys have there out in, in Iowa, and it's just, you know, it's there. And I would also mention that uh, it's, it's gotten a lot less attention than the Golden Knights or the Raiders will, but the WNBA team has moved a team. I think they're called the Las Vegas Aces. They're a WNBA team. The WNBA season starts this month, so maybe they'll get a little more attention. But they've moved their team to Las Vegas. So I think there's, it's just like I said, it, it, hockey is a huge major four sport, but it's still a niche sport. The Raiders are going to be gigantic. But even the WNBA is finding its way there. You guys know the West Coast Conference Tournament is held there. The Conference of Champions holds their conference tournament there. Um, <laughs> Vegas is just opening up in so many different ways. And your example of the Connecticut Sun is an apt one, too, here, Jim, because that's an outside of Las Vegas story that's actually performing quite well. Zubin, as always, good catching up with you. We'll be watching you on the NBA postgame show over on the Deuce. Thanks, as always, for your time. Enjoy the NBA. We'll see you next week, guys. Thanks. Super ESPN joining us here, Jimmy B. The Lairs continue on in sports wagering, and and I'm ready for it. I'm ready for that daily show. ESPN's going to have one of those, right? I mean, they're, they're oh, going yeah, to have it. They have to. I mean, it, it, it makes too much sense. And do, do they tap back into their old buddy, Brent Musburger, with what he's built with VEASAN? <laughs> I don't know if they if they do that with VEASAN. I was just thinking they could call it Card Sharks. Oh, wait a minute. That's a uh, game show uh, title. Look, this is, this is going to be really, really interesting on how the media sets up once states start to extend and, and make it available to the populace. And I have a feeling, Trent, that there will be, just like he, he referenced, pardon the interruption, there'll be a, a, a sports betting show, something like that, with a couple of hosts, maybe two, maybe three, maybe four, that will banter about. Look, our friend in uh, Las Vegas, Dave Koken, uh, used to do a show called Proline. Oh, I remember I, that well. They, yes, I, yes, yeah. It used to be on USA Network. Yeah, I think I think now they just stream it, but it used to be on USA Network, and they had four different handicappers and their picks. I can see all of those shows now making a big comeback. I really can. And Wild Rose and Prairie and everybody else. Sure, uh, we certainly sure. have yeah. time available here. And well, yes, I have we opinions. Do. They might not be good opinions. I have opinions, <laughs> including one tonight, Jim, in the yes. NHL. I have a big opinion in that one tonight. you got to wait right there. We're going to get to it on the other side. What we're keeping our eye on tonight, we'll do that and put a cap on things as we take you up until 6 o'clock tonight. Back with more, Jimmy B and TC. Welcome back, everybody. It's our final segment here on a Wednesday in the capital city. All right, Trent, we always do kind of what we're going to be dialed in and for tonight watching sports, but you set it up beautifully, the NHL playoff game tonight. 
in Las Vegas, Nevada, the Winnipeg Jets, the Golden Knights, the series tied at 1-1. What do you got? Well, what we're learning more and more, home ice advantage really doesn't matter a whole lot in these NHL playoffs, and it's continued in the conference finals here. I mean, you go back to a series ago where Winnipeg, they go up against Nashville, really the two best teams at home on the ice all season long outside of Vegas, and both of those teams what is it, a combined five wins on the road in that series. I see something similar happening tonight, Jimmy B. I think Winnipeg comes out, the physical nature that they can play with, right away they get on it. I'm not just picking them to win, though. That, that's easy enough. And if you pick them to win, you'll get a little bit of plus money. No, I'm going a step further. I'm laying one and a half with the Winnipeg Jets tonight, Woo! and I'm getting plus 260. Plus 260. Wow. So wow. if you're looking to make your your hundred buck, you know, hundred bucks in it, you bet twenty seven, you'll get back on the backside about sixty seven. So you'll, you're gonna be sixty three. You're gonna be right in there. You're gonna be right at a hundred bucks, uh, seventy three. Excuse me. So that's uh, the number that you're shooting for. That's the way to do it. So that is what I'm doing tonight. Winnipeg, not just to win, win by two or more. I'm laying the one and a half. Maybe an open netter, something late, pulley go- the goalie pulled, something like that. That's what I'm looking for. The Jets, my play of the night presented by, well, give me a call, Casino. I'll be hooking you up soon. <laughs> Any casino, call Trent right now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we'll, let, we'll let you sponsor Trent's best pick. Uh, All right. Yes. So what? You you called Golden State winning that first one, and you hit it right on the head. Are you still riding with the Warriors tonight, or are you going to shift gears and go to Houston? I'm going to go with the zigzag theory. This is a big theory, not just over the course of the NBA schedule, but usually uh, even bigger in the playoffs. Everybody talking about Golden State. Unbeatable, yada, yada, yada. This is Houston backs against the wall. Whatever adage you want to throw in there, whatever, you know, superlative. This is a huge spot, obviously, for them. I think they are going to play well. I think defensively they're going to be better. Their iso ball is going to work. And, and maybe Harden and Paul don't quite play quite as well as they did. But they're going to be a lot better overall defensively in this one. If I had to make a pick, I do like Houston tonight. Now, I'm not going to lie. I was surprised that Houston is still the favorite in the game tonight. They're still favored yes. by a point and a half. That was a little head scratch. I was thinking might be a point and a half back the other way with Golden State here. Maybe that does give me a little more trepidation. But if I was forced to make a pick, and we're here, and, and we like to do that, I would take the Rockets tonight. How do you see it? Uh, I like Houston tonight. I, I just think that their backs are against the wall, Trent. They have to rebound. They have to win this game. If not, it's going to be a sweep. Mm-hmm. And that would just be awful uh, in the conference finals. When everybody thought Houston had a legit chance to give Golden State trouble and make it a six, maybe even a seven-game series. I I look for the Rockets to rebound from what they showed, particularly in the fourth quarter uh, in Game 1. And I think that they will win the game tonight. I still think it's going to be a close game. But I do think that they will get better point production from guys like Eric Gordon, from Chris Paul. And I think now that they have seen Golden State that first time, they can make some necessary adjustments, and they will find a way to finally win this game. Golden State doesn't have to adjust to anything because they force the opponent to adjust to them. Every opponent that they play 
has to make adjustments to Golden State. So they're not going to change their offensive or defensive philosophy for tonight's game. What you see out of the Warriors is what you get. And this evening, I just have that feeling that the building will be nuts in the NBA, and you talk so much about uh, the difference in the NHL and on the road, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. The NBA, people sit right on top of you. Uh, the words that come out of their mouth are really not very pleasant. In the NHL, they've got the glass up up around the uh, arena, and yes, it's loud, but it's not like you hear those personal insults constantly in your ear uh, in the NBA where people, you're, you're just exposed to everything. The NHL, it's loud, but you don't really hear what's being said. So I, I like Vegas tonight. I just think Marc-Andre Fleury is going to be on fire this evening for Vegas. And I like Houston tonight. So you are going that route. You're going Vegas to get it done. You're taking both home favorites. No big surprise. Yes. Maybe. Loves his favorites. It's a good way to lose money, and you'll legally be able to do it soon enough, Jimmy P. Soon enough, you'll be able to gamble just like I do illegally. You will be able to do it the other way. All right, uh, baseball tonight. Cubs are on 635 in their matchup against Atlanta. It'll be Chatwood on the bump against McCarthy. But, Jimmy B., this is another one. MLB Network, well, we don't get to see Cubs games when they're on MLB Network. They'll be blocked out. This is not an NBC Sports Chicago. This is one of those overflow kind of games. So I don't know if we're going to be able to see the Cubbies tonight. Always frustrating. The the archaic rules of blackouts. We talk about it every summer, Jimmy B., but, boy, it's, it's just so dang frustrating. It is, and I would have thought that maybe the players' union, being as powerful as it is, might have had some sway when they did their new contract, or at least when they when they have their new contract come up. I hope that that is referenced within the the new deal, so that we get rid of some of those archaic uh, blackout rules. I, I'm sick of them as well. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it, it yeah. shouldn't. It, it they make no sense. No, yeah. it shouldn't. I'm yeah. looking. On the locals tonight, let's see, what are we going to get? Uh, uh, let's see here. ABC5, they got Modern Family, uh, some comedies tonight. <laughs> uh, 17, sometimes have it. They have something called Empire and Star. Know nothing about them. KCWI, Riverdale, and the Originals. If you get the Overflow channel, sometimes they'll show up there. I don't have those ones, unfortunately, for me. It's going to be a, a night of blackouts. And, and ESPN was going to have Yankees-Nationals, that Yankee lineup going up against Scherzer. How great is that? Rained out, Jimmy B. Rained, rained out. out. Rained, it's already done. Yep. Rained out I know. tonight, so we're not going to get do you that think, Do you think, you think MLB might pick up uh, Houston, LA Angels, the late game tonight? Don't think so. Not with the uh, NBA going on. I, I just don't see that yeah. happening. So probably not. It would be another game that that starts at about the same time. You know, they might pick up Oakland-Boston, possibly. But since that's an 840 start with their, going to guess we're not going to be seeing that one. But uh, we'll dig around a little bit, watch a little baseball, a little NBA, a little hockey. Good night for sports, Jimmy B. You enjoy it. It is. And speaking of MLB Network, the Astros and Angels will be on MLB Network tonight. So you will get that on 213. Oh. Okay, good, good. I'm, I'm, I'll look forward to watching that then. Trent, we got to get out of here. We, we got to roll, pal. Let's go. Thank you, everybody, for listening to us today. Back again bright and early tomorrow, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, right here. Jimmy B and TC, the Big Talker 1700.